Welcome to the Getting Grid Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. The illusion of truth can be a dangerous weapon. They say repetition of that illusion has the power to make things sound truer. Repeat a lie often enough and it becomes the truth. The angst that lives among us can seem powerful just because of this. It may seem at times like truth is losing and human senses are failing. But we must stay alert and be vigilant and listen. Because each of us can bring to bear powers of reasoning and discernment if we will rely on our faith and God's grace. Thomas Merton, the American Trappist monk, who would himself become an irony of sorts to alertness and vigilance, authored the book The Seven-Story Mountain, which was said to have, in its day, resonated within the world. The rest of the world longed for renewed meaning and direction in the aftermath of a long and bloody World War II in a time when global annihilation was increasingly imaginable. In this place and period in history, Merton wrote these words, Life is this simple. We are living in a world that is absolutely transparent, and the divine is shining through it all the time. This is not just a nice story or a fable. It is true. Now consider what was revealed in the youthful history of the human race. David coveted Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, committed adultery with her, lied to Uriah, and effectively had him murdered. When the prophet Nathan confronted him about this, he immediately confessed his sin. God forgave him. Elijah, who you would think had unshakable faith, he'd caused the rain to stop for three years, he'd witnessed the resurrection of a widow's son, and he called down fire from heaven but he was eventually pursued by a king and queen that wanted him dead. He mentally broke down and fled. God found him, fed him, and allowed him to rest, just whispering to him in the silence. Peter was the only disciple willing to try and walk on water, and he did so with limited success, mind you. He was the first to call Jesus the Christ. Jesus would predict that Peter would deny him not once but three times. But after Christ's resurrection, he appears to Peter first of all the disciples and restores him. Yes, Christ forgives us, gives us rest, and restores us. Faith will tell us Christ is present when our human senses fail. The American poet Robert Lack said, All that is necessary to be a saint is to want to be one, which makes one think when a man meets God, is there a tendency to settle for too little in himself? St. James wrote these words, Come on now, you who say, today we will go down to that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make a profit. You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? But you are a mist, a vapor, that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord is willing, we will live and do this or do that. Why should I concern myself with the rhetoric of the day or with anything other than becoming a saint? This in itself will take a lifetime. Making this your concern may also answer that question in your mind, the one that's asking about a lot of things beyond just peace of mind. You have a business, you have a career, children to raise, responsibilities, and more, you say. Then, 
You stop for a second and all the social angst of today's world weighs in. And you hear what Doc Holliday had to say about Johnny Ringo. The strain was more than he could bear. You begin to stagger and stumble and you hear the voice saying, Come on, come on! Now is the time to dig deeper. Demand of yourself that you remain alert, vigilant, bringing to bear your ability to reason and discern through faith and grace. We say the words Dominus Vobiscum, meaning may the Lord be with you, reaching out in the spirit for a sense of peace between ourselves and our fellow man. But does our humility bade for forgiveness and persuade a sense of peace with God himself? Maybe both our pride and our humility sit side by side, like three men on a park bench, with our pride on one side shouting a fool's narrative to everything that it knows about our artificial self, and our humility on the other, whispering everything it knows about the part of us that is real. We sit in the middle. Do we listen to the illusion that is being repeated over and over, or do we keep alert, remaining vigilant, listening for that soft whisper that Elijah heard in the silence of the cave. Never give in. Never give up. Always trust me. I am the Lord. Down in adoration falling, this great sacrament we hail over ancient forms of worship, newer rites of grace prevail. Faith will tell us Christ is present when our human senses fail. To the everlasting Father and the Son who made us free and the Spirit, God proceeding from them each eternally, be salvation, honor, blessing, might, and endless majesty. Amen. Pride makes us artificial, and humility makes us real. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. I hope that you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com. I hope you'll consider coming on one of our adventures. Blessings to all of you. Dominus Vobiscum. <laughs>